Chris's wave. Uh, now, we did promise you this. We have promised you this for a good few weeks now, and we like to keep to our promises because it is a very, very warm welcome. We've had him on the phone a few times, but there's nothing like having him in the flesh. Matt Goss, good afternoon. Oh, oh, that's not the first time I've heard that. No, it's not. <laughs> it's nice to see you. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very well. Good Listen, to see you, mate. Thanks for coming in. Um, we've spoken on many occasions. Uh, you've always been one of our favourite people because you're never not magnanimous. You're never not honest. You're, you've always been a pleasant bloke. Thank you, mate. Well, yeah. you know, it's got to be said, there are those that have been in the industry for a long time and they get a little bit caught up. You don't. You keep no. it real. No, I mean, listen, my mum's up above us, but she would not be happy if I didn't remember my roots. Do you know what? My mum would be the same. She's not here anymore either. But yeah. people say, oh, you're, you're not full of it. I said, no, because my mum would... Uh, she. What was her phrase? I'll have your guts for garters if you don't yeah. behave. Yeah, some funny so, sayings. Yeah. yeah. My mum would really uh, not be happy, but she, she was always... Like, remember where you're from and just, you know... I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a very, very lucky guy. Yeah, I mean, all those years ago, back in... You know, I remember being at one of the top of the pops with the first Bros performances. Did you have a plan for longevity, like it's planned out, or, or was it just living in the moment? I think that, you know, back then, you, you as a kid, you just go out and you're ready for everything. Yeah. But I think as the years go on, you just start to realise you're having a thing called a career. Yeah. And um, certainly when I went to America and you're playing with the Tokyo String Quartet at Madison Square Gardens and Carnegie Hall and you're doing all this stuff and and then moving into Caesars Palace and being a headliner in Vegas and it's just been a journey, you know. Just I've done some incredible things, but to be home is is a beautiful feeling. You know, they asked if I wanted to do this tour on Zoom and I was like, absolutely not. I want no. to get out get in the cars and just meet people. And uh, we've just had the best time. Had yeah. the best time meeting everyone. Did you have a plan B at any stage? Well, I'm talking early days. Was, a, was there a moment where Matt thought, I'm going to become a vet or a scientist well, or a funny rock? Thing, when I was a kid, I thought I was going to be a vet. But um, I thought, I, th I think anyone that has a real vision, Yeah. honestly, I think you have a real vision, you don't, it doesn't do you well to have a B plan because no. you've got to be so single-minded. And I think that that's the thing you've, when you when you truly believe that you can do it, then B plans and tend to get in the way and they pull on your, pull on your uh, belief and your drive. So no, no B plan. Focus is the thing, isn't yeah, it? You've exactly. got to have the focus. Yeah, and I think that so many people can say, oh, it's, it's impossible, you can't do it. They said that I couldn't, you know, do it in Vegas and... I thought I was going to go there for a year, end up being 11 years. And um, I think there's determination, it's ability, um, work ethic. You know, I think it's, it's many, many things. So you say they said I could do it in Vegas. When you got there and you'd done the first year and you proved you could do it, what was the driving force to stay on another decade? Well, it was within nine months. I started at the Palms and I always give credit to the Palms for giving me my break in Vegas. But within nine months, I was at Caesars. So I think that... You know, that was a dream of mine. But to see, you know, Elton John, you see Celine and you see you up there, you know, with your billboards and yeah. and then people are coming in and then you become a thing in Vegas, which is kind of a holy grail expression, which is um, a destination point. So people then start to come to your show as part of their holiday. And um, that is a, a big reminder to me that when I didn't want to go on stage, people were getting ready, putting their dresses on, their suits, their fragrance... And you are their night out. Yeah. So that that's a, a real 
reminder that you're you're in a very fortunate place. It's a great ethic, isn't it? Because they've invested time, oh. they've invested money in you, yeah. and you need to give that back. And that's one thing with you, you've never under-delivered. Thank you, mate. And also no. people that are not Matt Goss fans, and and I think it's it's nice in a way when you people go, no, I'm just coming to see a show yeah. that I've heard reviewed or I've, I've read read a review. And... Um, and they are, that's exciting to me because you burn your ego at the, at, before you go on stage. Because I bet in Vegas there were people who came to see you that had none of the backstory. They're literally there at Caesars thinking, oh, what show should we go and see tonight? Who's this Matt Goss chat? Let's go and see what he's like. Yeah, they yeah. might know of me, but yeah. they might not have followed what I do. And, no. and it, that's exciting because I know what I do to an audience. And um, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun experience watching those people transform. Brilliant. Matt Goss is here. Uh, he's going to be out on tour. He's got new music. He's got everything going for him, quite frankly, including one of the most spectacular jackets I've seen in a very long time. They make this for men as well. They do. <laughs> they make, yeah, they make this for men as well, which yeah. is good. Yeah. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> nice bit of schmutter. <laughs> Matt's here. We'll talk some more in a moment.
Ross and Too Much. I think that vocalist has got a future, you know. No. I think... <laughs> It would never work. That's, that's never always work. been my favourite from the brush years, and it's really? not the most obvious choice, is it? No, I like Cat Amongst Pigeons. Do you like it? I was going to say, did you have a, a particular favourite from that era? I think Cat Amongst Pigeons and I Ain't Nothing. I love, I love playing I Ain't Nothing, because yeah. it breaks down to like Motown or yeah. Soul or Blues. And, yeah. But the Cat Amongst Pigeons is beautifully unknown. In Arena, it's just really beautiful. The O2 was gorgeous. In the old days, of course, the lighters would come out now, though. And now, and now it's just lighters. the phones. Yeah. Or the or the vape lights or something yeah. like that. So Wave 105, Matt Goss is live on Wave 105 with the forthcoming tour. Tickets available for that right now at mattgosstour.com. Uh, mentioned BIC, 31st of March, Brighton Centre, 1st of April. Uh, also, the Oxford New Theatre on the 29th of March. And uh, Bristol Hippodrome, if you fancy it, on the 4th of April. What was the thinking behind the tour then? Because it's not just uh, Matt stands there and plays a few tunes. It's multifaceted, is it? The coal porter element, the RPO element? You did say the operative word, thinking. I yes. don't know if there was any thinking, thinking involved. Thinking, no. That's, that's definitely heavy lift. But it's, um, no, I really, coming out of Vegas and just doing those kind of shows and always only doing London, uh, whether it be Royal Albert Hall or Palladium or Wembley, I just, I, I needed to be able to tour this whole experience that I've learned and this skill set that I've learned across the whole country and... I recorded my last single, um, The Beautiful Unknown, with the Royal Philharmonic, and it was such a beautiful experience. Um, we all got on, and we just really gelled. And we said, why don't we tour? And um, then the big band element came into it. So we, I'm actually going to be touring with a 15-piece big band and the Royal Philharmonic Concert Orchestra, so over 30-plus musicians. Right. Um, it's a heavy lift to move us all around. Who's looking after the logistics for that? <laughs> um... A couple of people. I was yeah, going to say, people, yeah. that's not something you do on the back of a fag packet, is it? Martin, Chris, you know what? Rob, to... everyone. Yeah, that's amazing. And how do you get the RPO tied down? Um, uh, bribery. I yeah. think that's the main thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah bribery. I mean, that is going to be one classy. You, you've always be, you've always done things, you don't do it by half, you do them properly. <laughs> and that is going to be full on. To my detriment, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've never put a, a dress code on my ticket, but for some reason that people really bring their fabulous at my gigs. And I think that's the main thing. Like, I, I love the fact that people treat a night out with me, uh, like a night out, and even the interval in these gigs is going to be boozy and new friends and yeah as i say like i learned a lot in vegas so i'm hoping that people that just want a really good night out and meet new people get dressed up um and we're also trying to even do uh, an after party so we're going to try and find local spots yeah we just went to a local spot down the road here it was actually very very nice yeah you did a little bit of lunch yeah lunch yeah, and that, that'll be on their TripAdvisor, I'll tell you, by this evening. Yeah, Guess who we of, had in today? A lot of selfies, but good yeah. food, my God. Oh, fantastic. Um, we we spoke... The Talisman pub. The Talisman, yeah, just down Talisman, the road from here. Yeah, yeah well known. I'll give him a plug, yeah. Um, now, we spoke to you in Vegas. I spoke to you when you just got back from Vegas. Um, you you were really pleased to come home to the UK. You felt you'd done your time. But yeah. is it, what's, the, what's the one element of Vegas that you probably miss more than most? I miss, honestly, I miss my show. I miss my friends there. Um, geography is obviously takes a huge part in being able to see the people you love every day. That's, yeah. that's not there. But the show, it was really, really um, educational. It was beautiful going to, to that casino every day and knowing the people, the, you know, the security, the valet, the, the execs, my staff, my dancers, my band. Um, there's something incredible. 40 million people come through Vegas every year. 
So, you know, you'd see repeat um, people coming yeah. and just, and it would be there, it would be there, you know, point of stop. They'd stop at my show and just hang out. And my showroom would stay open till about four in the morning. So, I, I get the feeling you learned quite a bit about yourself out there as well, rather than just doing a show however many times a week. Did you grow yeah, as a person? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to check your ego at the door and you have to just say, look, I'm here, you know, because you are a destination point. You are a, a people's night out. And you also learn more as a musician because you're playing... You have to remember that in a, in a concert, like, you might play a certain set and the next tour you won't. You'll, you'll change it up. But in Vegas, you home the set to a point where... It, there's telepathy between you and your band and your dancers that it just it's an incredible experience to be that fine-tuned yeah and that, so i miss that yeah you know. uh, well, we're glad you're back anyway and we're glad you're here this afternoon uh again if you want to get older tickets for those gigs close to home bic 31st of march april the first at the brighton center mattgostour.com you're going to play live for us mark's here on guitar afternoon mark hello how are you very well you have to listen to this quite a lot i guess uh, never gets boring never gets boring there you go we do, we do have a laugh on the road i, I bet mean, you do if you had a microphone in our car we would be we'd actually get kicked out of this country i think <laughs> we could do a podcast afterwards if you fancy with all the other bits no maybe not yeah. right you play live. what are you gonna play live for us well, this is um i know it's like it's nice being able to do these kind of radio shows because you get to talk about your family my yeah. granddad was a gunner in the second world war most influential man of my life and um he used to sing, unfortunately he lost his wife and my nana when he was, she was only 50. And he used to sing a lot of love songs and this song was made famous by Nat King Cole and after that um, George Benson. But it's a beautiful piece of simple wisdom. It's called um, Nature Boy. Okay, right, here we go. This is Nature Boy Live. I'm your sound engineer for this afternoon. Quite, not quite at the level of the RPO, but we're going to give it a go. This is okay. Matt Goss, live on Wave 105. There was a boy, a very strange, enchanted boy. They say he traveled very far, very far over land and sea. A little shy, but sad. But very wise was he And then one day That magic day he passed my way He spoke of many things and kings this he said to me the greatest thing that you'll ever learn is just to love
and be loved in return. Wow. That is one beautiful song, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's done that, haven't they? George Benson, of course. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful song. Uh, Matt, thank you for that. It's my pleasure. We're going to play some more live later and uh, talk more about just what you've done since you've been back in the UK and the new music as well. This is Wave. Now, we did give uh, a listener and a friend a chance to come in and meet Matt. And in the end, we thought we'd just just open the floodgates a little bit more and have two people coming in. So we've uh, got Chloe and Joe here and Becky and Alison. Um, and I think, Joe, you're going to come up first. Step up to the mic, my lady, and ask Matt your question. So mine's more of a request. So okay. when you were doing your lives um, through lockdown, you used to do a lot of accents. OK. Can you do a couple now? Um, OK, from, from New York right there. That guy over here is from New York, OK? Get some sauce on the balls over here. You suck my depressive and over here from this guy from New York, right? <laughs> um, I'm always at the, uh, I do the Irish accent now and then. I'm not very good at it. Try my best, though. You I know. got the feeling Joe was waiting for the Irish one, weren't you? Yeah, that was right. your favourite you wanted, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like Terry Wogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could always join Westlife, couldn't you? Uh, no. No, okay. No, no right answer. Uh, Becky, you've got a question as well, haven't you? What, you? what do you want to ask Matt? If you had to pick one performance, what would be your favourite performance you've ever done? I think... Um, I love the question, thank you. I think that what is part of my DNA, I have to say two, because... Wembley Stadium, still the youngest man in history to headline that venue. Wembley Stadium is impossible to remo remove from your kind of DNA as a musician. It's almost a religious experience for a musician to go out and headline Wembley Stadium. Um, I think, obviously, my first show in Vegas, as a headliner, you see all the, the trucks and the billboards and you're like, you know, and you sign a contract and you know that you've got a home for a good three years, and it, which more and more. So that first show in Vegas... I'll never forget, we had everyone from Kim Kardashian to Mel B and just incredible people turn up and then have people like Jerry Lewis and, and Jason Statham and, you know, all kinds of people, Sharon Stone, come to your show. As an entertainer, to have other entertainers come to your show um, is a massive high because you feel like a validation, you know. So I think those two, those shows really, really stick with me, Vegas and Wembley. Brilliant, great question. Chloe, come on, ask a question of Matt. It's like Saturday Swap Shop all over again. Would you ever do a duet with Harry Styles? Um, I would love to. I met Harry Styles, he was a real gent. Uh, I met him at, I think it was at the Playboy Club, actually, yeah. in London when that was open. But um, he's, a real, he's a real gent. I'd love, yeah. to do a, I'd love to do a duet with someone like Harry. But I'd like to do a duet album in general, to be honest with you. Yeah. There's something about a collaboration that I love. But I can tell you a Harry Styles fan, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try and get him in next? Yeah. Yeah, right, we'll do that. We'll do that. Alison, you've got one as well, haven't you? Final one. Kind of links into Chloe's, really. Um, if you could perform with anybody, yeah. alive or that's passed, who would it be? Um, I think a lot of fellas would love to be part of the Rat Pack. Mm. I mean, to have that experience, that camaraderie. Um, but I think maybe Elvis. Mm -hmm. Elvis would be... Uh, an incredible yeah. experience. Like the Rat Pack, Elvis, those kind of guys that just had a complete persona and lifestyle around them, you know, as well. I'm going to throw it out there. I think you would have been amazing doing a duet with Prince. 
I, you know, I think. Thank you. I mean, I I loved. Um, I went to Paisley Park. Did you? I, I recorded at Paisley Park with David C. Um, it was REM were there. Myself were there. Prince was there. Yeah. Um, so I recorded in Minneapolis at Paisley Park. It's an incredible experience. Wow. Yeah. Now you're really going to play. You're going to play live for us again, aren't you? Is it, are we okay think, with that? If yeah, we get I mean, the mic ready, Gary. Again, just uh, all, oh, look, Mark's even doing his own self engineering yeah. now. I love yeah, it. People should know that this is not made necessary for live. So no. let's see what happens. It's good to have a number one record and have a few under your belt. And um, this was the first time we went to number one in this country. Then another 38 countries. So this is I owe you nothing. Wow. It breaks down to just a kind of a bluesy version. I owe you nothing, nothing at all I owe you nothing, nothing, nothing at all I owe you nothing, nothing, nothing at all Oh, mm, oh nothing at all I was just saying to Matt, actually, when he uh, when he did uh, Nature Boy, I said, I just find one of those things in life I wish I could do is just sing with the effortless way you do it. You just... Oh, thank you, Do mate. you still yes. do scales? Do you still warm up? I mean, do you still look after your voice? I mean, or? I don't really do a lot when it comes to warming up, just no? because, going back to Vegas, if you have too many rituals before you go on stage, you can really mess yourself up, for yeah. me, emotionally. But I think singing along to my favourite song, there's a little trick, the cocktail straw, that you do a couple of noises and then it's really about controlling the, the air that goes over your larynx. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but my, my band always call me Iron Voice because yeah. it always turns up. So. Has it ever gone? Have you ever lost it? Yeah, I did. I actually did a morning gig and hit a big note and went snap and I was just like, oh my God. And then I went to Dr. Schnittman in Beverly Hills and um, very strange, I know. It's, um, but I went there, camera down the... The throat, and yeah. he get, and you can't see the screen, but he can. And he was yeah. like, "Whoa!" I went, "What is it?" And he's like, "No, no, it's okay." <laughs> but I ended up not being able to speak for a month, and then just slowly but surely, I lost my falsetto for a whole year. Wow. But then just and then just came back. So lucky. 
uh, look, time is absolutely rushed by. Uh, Matt Goss has been here. We haven't even had a time to talk about Strictly. Uh, what was the one thing you learned most out of Strictly? Um, that I still love dancing. Brilliant. Yeah. You, you said you rushed for time. I, I met some great <laughs> mates. Yeah. Made some great friends. Really gorgeous just to come back and do like a big TV show like that. Stunning. But it's, but it's one of my experiences. It just adds to the pile. And you've got that experience coming up with the tour. Uh, those yes. tickets available, mattgosstour.com. BIC, 31st of March, 1st of April, Brighton Centre. Fiancé and I am Bristol, 4th of April, Oxford on the 29th of March. And then the new album to come as well. Yeah, I'm in to Abbey Road in the next 10 days. We're going in with the, the Royal Philharmonic. Uh, the, again, the most beautiful studio, one of the most beautiful studios in the world. Mark will be there. Yes. Um, yes. And, uh, that get much better. Abbey Road with the RPO. I know. I like you say RPO as well. Can you can you not um, do a picture of you in the RPO on the the the, the zebra crossing? Absolutely, actually, with the instruments. Yeah, that's actually a very good idea. Thank you. I thought, right. I thought, I'm glad I thought of it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Intellectual rights handed over. It's all yours. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, we're going to leave you now because uh, you've got to get off to an evening do tonight, haven't I you? Do. I'm For a friend, Tower of London. Tower of London. Yeah, it's going to be good. straight back up to town. Straight Black back. tie. Yeah, black tie. Nice. Finish yeah. time tonight? What do you reckon? It's not your first Goldfinger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to look for a night, nice night out and just... Yeah, also get to see Reggie later as well, Mark. Oh, I know. Every, the amount of emails I've been saying, has Matt brought Reggie with him? This is your dog, isn't it? That yeah. He's your buddy. Yeah, he's my boy. He's yeah. my best mate. He's, yeah. he's in that job. And he's Brilliant. a bit of a little, little rock star. Go to my Instagram, at yeah. Matt Goss, and have a look at Reggie. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, we're going to leave uh, you this afternoon. Um, if you want a flavour of the kind of thing you're getting on the tour, mattgosstour.com. Uh, this is the beautiful unknown with the RPO. This is a tune. Oh, thank you, mate. I loved, I loved writing this song as well because it's really about the removal of fear and let, letting yourself trust the unknown. It's yeah. going to be a beautiful thing. Matt Goss, thank you so much thank indeed you. for your my time love this to afternoon. you and your listeners, my friend. Brilliant. This is The Beautiful Unknown.
Enjoy Wave on the go with the Wave 105 app. 